retrograde. Oh my God. Congratulations. If you're tuning in, you're woke. What? Well, according to Urban Dictionary, being woke means being aware, knowing what's going on in the community. Is it something like that's happening like in the hip hop community or amongst teens? I think it's relating mainly to racism and social justice, but I'm thinking more in the side of like... Enlightenment? Yeah. I think we should take the word woke and make it retrograde. It is. Cool. Done and done. Congrats on being woke, y'all. Yay. In case you didn't know, my name is Stephanie Simbar. And I'm Elizabeth Cott. Happy Earth Day. What? And almost Passover. What? And Mars in retrograde. Oh my God, there is so much happening. And almost my birthday. Elizabeth decided that it will be her birthday all week. She'll be here all week. And we kicked it off with a 5 p.m. glass of wine yesterday. Yeah. It was delightful. That's rare that that happens. That's not really our vibe generally. No. So it felt special and cute and nice. And we were also working. Yeah, so we it worked. was a good. We transitioned from yeah. day beverages to night beverages. Iced tea to vino. Then I went to the gym after that. What was that like? You guys, I joined a gym. What's up, 2005? <laughs> How you doing? What's it like? How's the elliptical? The elliptical is just like I remember it in college. Um, you know, I'm squeezing that core now, though, because I'm a little more tuned in to my body's needs. And I just went 40 minutes hard on that cardio, dude. It was great. That's I'm nice. not going to lie. I like that because you can, like, watch TV while doing that. That, to me, is, like, a really a plus. I that. listened to my Ambi session in my earbuds. Nice. Ambi um, Yep. Our astrologer extraordinaire. Yep. And it was really cool. And I just, the time went by so fast. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you get my video I snapped you? I sure did. <laughs> I did feel a little bit strange taking a snap video of myself in the gym. But then I was like, there's people staring at themselves pumping iron in the mirror. I think the least of our concerns is me taking a 15-second video. It's 2016. I'm pretty sure everyone be snapping at the gym. Right. It would be weird if I hadn't done that. Right. I feel like the gym is for snapping nowadays. Yeah, or for, you know, catching bird flu. I'm not sure. It's really Unclear dirty and disgusting. one or the other. The perils of Hollywood public gym. You know what I'm saying? The when you can't afford. For when you can't afford Equinox, <laughs> bring some antibacterial hand sanitizer. Uh, okay, so today we are celebrating Earth Day. And I haven't really celebrated Earth Day in quite some time. Since elementary school, to be Exactly. For you? Well, I celebrated one year, maybe four or five years ago, I went to Topanga Canyon Earth Day Festival. That's nice. Took some mushrooms. Cool. They were magical. I was going to say, is Earth Day on 420? Because in that case, I do celebrate. It's not on 420, but it's close to 420. Okay, so it's the 22nd? So it's a psychedelic weekend. Right. Basically. See, Earth Day kind of piggybacks on my birthday. That rhymes. Yeah. Also, well, it's the same word. So, also, um, <laughs> Earth Day and birthday. <laughs> as does Coachella. So, like, anything that's kind of getting in the way of that for me is an issue. But then I renamed my birthday Coachella around like 2008. You know what's weird about this conversation is like, I've known you for quite some time. We spend a significant amount of time together since meeting in this lifetime. Yeah. And I really wouldn't pinpoint you for someone who takes like Birthdays. such liberties with the birthday I don't, celebration. I don't ever. I'm just like trying something this year. Okay. I was like, is this because you're an only child? Like I'm concerned. No, I've never. Um, yeah, no, I'm actually not a birthday person, but it's just fun to talk about. No, I'm into it. I'm I'm, I'm there with you. Just trying something, It's you know? about to be my half birthday, so I'm on board. Yeah. On my half birthday, I got Botox. Oh, well, hashtag wellness, guys. <laughs> 
in honor of Earth Day, today we have a fantastic zero-waste advocate, Meryl Pritchard, who's also the founder of Core Kitchen Cleanse, that cleanse that we are super hard for. But before we get to that, you guys, we have an announcement. Excuse me while I clear my throat for this. Cannot wait at the edge of my seat. So the announcement is we decided that we wanted to do a new segment. And um, we're toying with names. Right now we're calling it That's So Retrograde. (laughs) With an emphasis on the so. So that's so retrograde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we figured we found a title that works for us. Why think of a new one? Keep it going. And in this segment, what's going to happen? Maybe Emu will be able to... To tell us the better if it title. Ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what I say. I feel like our young hip person is gonna be like, here's a better name, and we'll get back to you. But for now, you guys, what it is, is it is a part of the show in which we illuminate things in pop culture that we feel are vibing slash resonating with the agenda that we are so gently pushing here at Sets of Exactly. So this came about last week. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always kind of in in For you, ether. it's definitely in your own zeitgeist. Exactly. My personal zeitgeist. Yeah, that you've created. Um, but we had the pleasure of joining Miss Amy Phillips on her Sirius XM show, Reality Check. It was and so fun. We broke down the top, most zen moments of Real Housewives history. Mm-hmm. Threw in some Vanderpump rules there as well. And uh, it was really a gift from the universe. Agreed. In that... We were on the show to not only talk about these historical moments in Housewives history, as if you may, if you will, but also please uh, never let Elizabeth write an American history textbook because it will just start in two thousand nine when like, the Housewives when started. Britney Spears, and <laughs> Justin Timberlake showed up in the denim matching outfits and go from there. Yeah, um, that's the big, and that's when the Big Bang <laughs> happened. And so. Um, the, the night before we were prepping to be on the show, we watched the last week's episode of New York Housewives and Beverly Hills Housewives. And not only did Sonia Morgan uh, just find a random leaf and put it in her mouth and realized it was sage. <laughs> Thank you, universe. We also found uh, Yolanda in the 100% infrared portable sauna by Relaxfar that you can find on Amazon. You guys, it's only $1,120. But they have other ones that are cheaper. But I don't think, I think when it comes to an at-home infrared sauna, you need to go big or go home. For sure. I mean, anyone who's getting one in their home is already going pretty big, if you ask me. We have a picture of it on our Instagram, but we just thought it was pretty fantastic that we were here to talk about all things so retrograde related. And then these two beautiful moments just popped up in on our TV screens. So those are our moments for today. I would encourage you guys to tweet at us or write in anything that anytime you see anything that's like this, we want to hear about it. Because I was obsessed when she put that sage in her mouth. I lost my it mind. She like goes, a- oh, it's sage for when, you know, I burn away the demons and stuff. And then they just moved on with the storyline. No commentary on it. it. No like a, callback. It was like a sniff and a nibble. Yeah. It was fabulous. She nibbled it, you guys. It was fantastic. That is so so retrograde. Moving on, let's welcome to the show Meryl Pritchard. She is a holistic nutritionist, founder of our favorite core kitchen cleanse, and a zero-waste advocate. Hi, Meryl. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. We got tuned into you initially when we uh, enjoyed your cleanse, which we spoke about on the show. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Plant-based meal plan that had us feeling lovely. Stephanie was 
enjoying it during the flu, but yeah. I know, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, I was actually like, should I call them? Should I tell them that I'm sick? But then it ended up being really, really nice to have because I wasn't eating well at all during the flu. I was having mm-hmm. like a cracker a day. So it was good to have food that I could actually eat that I knew was giving me something. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm Thank so glad you. you guys liked it. I feel yeah. like that would, it's kind of, would be more of like a restorative uh, help too when you're not feeling well to, to have just such like a really like plant hearty. Yeah, I mean, anytime I feel like for me, I don't expect anyone to eat our food all the time. <laughs> so it's just more of a way to, like, show you what a typical day should look like and, like, things that we recommend, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's snacks. so totally how I felt about it. I was like – because other cleanse that we've both been on, it's been, like, very little food and mostly juice. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this is something that's sustainable. I felt like exactly that. Like, it was a blueprint for what I should be doing and how I should be eating. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm all about sustainability. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, we have you here in honor of Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we noticed when enjoying the cleanse was the packaging. Can you talk to us about how that is incorporated and the importance of the the packaging you use for the cleanse and how that's incorporated into your business? Yeah, definitely. So we just switched to sustainable packaging. We used to have um, recyclable plastic bottles for the smoothies and the soups, um, recyclable plastic containers, clamshell containers, recyclable plastic, you know, salad dressing containers, and meal delivery services are really well known for just having excess packaging, you know, Mm. because you have to get all of the food delivered to the client safely. So it has to come in something. Um, Unfortunately, it's to the detriment of the environment. So once I started learning about zero waste, I thought, you know, the first thing I could do was change within my business. Um, So we switched to this really awesome packaging that you guys got. It's made from um, the byproduct of sugarcane processing. Oh, wow. So it doesn't require deforestation. There's no trees involved. Um, It's a really sustainable material. It breaks down in any home or uh, commercial compost. So you can, you know, put it in your backyard compost and it'll break down, you know, and... It's really awesome. And then we also have um, glass bottles for the smoothies, which you can return back to us and we will reuse. And then the salad dressing containers switch to a vegetable-based, like, corn uh, compostable plastic. Wow. That's wonderful. So to backtrack for those of us, myself included, who feels a little bit of a novice when it comes to the whole world of recycling – Explain zero waste. Yeah, I was I'm sure it's pretty self-explanatory, but like, give us some meat to, to to the concept. Cool. So, zero waste basically means you're not sending any any trash to the landfill, and the landfill, you know, is like the solution that we somehow decided was gonna like work for the planet, <laughs> which is just like big holes in the ground that we've sealed that we toss a bunch of crap into, literally. Um, and it really is not sustainable. So zero waste means you're, you know, not giving into that, um, process. And so you focus on recycling, composting, reusing, repairing, um, and anything besides producing trash. So if one of your zero waste packaging items made its way into the trash and then was put in one of these landfill holes, would that mean it would be better for the environment because it would essentially disintegrate? Or does we have to make sure that it goes into the recycling bin? Yeah, that's a really good question. A lot of people think if it goes 
into the landfill, it can just break down. But the landfill is basically like um, a storage unit. Like if you think of a storage unit that you just store your stuff in, like that's not a healthy environment. And food doesn't break down the same way in a landfill that it would if you threw it in the lawn or like in a potted plant, you know? Because isn't it like filled with plastic anyway? So it's not even... Yeah, I mean, it's filled right. with plastic, it's filled with chemicals, it's mixed, you know, with a bunch of stuff. So instead of breaking down, foods will give off methane gas, which is like one of the most harmful greenhouse gases that's heating up our atmosphere. So trash is really literally affecting the global warming. Wow. So, okay, now... Inconvenient truth. Yeah, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Elizabeth and I talked yesterday cause about how we both have heard of composting and are interested in composting, but are are compost curious, but we're just not really sure what that looks like. Okay. So composting means any organic materials. Okay. So anything that's from the earth that can go back into the earth. So food, you know, wood chippings, yard, like leaves and stuff, plants, anything like that, reusable materials. Um, if you think of the soil, the planet's soil as like the Earth's digestive system, mm. it's whatever it can break down and reuse. Okay, so say we have like that's food trash basically. Mm-hmm. So how how would we set that up in our home? There's lots of different options, and okay. I think when a lot of people think of composting, they think it can be like really messy and gross or like hippy dippy. Yeah, and it's not. It's super easy. You can use anything you have, any sort of container. I have like a little bin, like a very small mm-hmm. trash bin that has a lid, which is nice because it does smell if it sits there for a while. Um, but you can use like a bowl or anything, put it in your freezer, and put all of your food scraps um, in it, and then just take it out. And in California, in Los Angeles County, we can put those food scraps right into the green bin that most buildings and apartment complexes have. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I had and no that's idea. Co- composting. And yeah. There you have it, folks. That's so easy. Yeah, and it really, it's so easy, and there's no reason why food should be going to the trash at all. You know, that's what's in most people's trash that's going to the landfill, and that's, like, the one thing that the earth can reuse, you know, and... Wow. So what should we put in the trash, then? Non-recyclable materials? Nothing. Right. <laughs> zero waste. So zero waste <laughs> says, like, instead of putting it in the trash, like, let's say you have, like, a towel or something that you don't want anymore. Instead of putting it in the trash, you're going to cut that towel up and make, like, little dish rags, you know, for your house. Or you're going to donate that towel to Goodwill or a homeless shelter or a women's shelter. You're going to find another use for it instead of making it trash. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just like thinking in my head about what's in my trash right now. And I'm going to like admit something that I kind of will start using a recycling bin and then I'll throw in like my old flowers with it or something like that. And then it will end up in the recycling bin for my building. Is that just like a horrible disservice that I'm doing? I mean, to the planet. <laughs> I'm shaming myself right now. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about all the bananas I threw out yesterday that went brown in the trash with old, like, vegetables, and I'm just feeling really guilty as well. So yeah. yeah. Exactly. help us. So that can go to – so that's really easy. You figured out, you know, food can go to the compost. Recycling is a really good question. A lot of people are confused about that. Um, the biggest thing with recycling is you have to rinse all of your plastics. So um, if you send, like, a – bottle of a smoothie bottle for example that has like residue in it it could contaminate the other um 
recycling items that uh-huh. you have. And if it gets to the recycling center and they can't clean it, then it just goes to the landfill. So it's really important oh. to rinse all of your items. I remove all the caps because they do that anyways um, at the recycling center. And um, what was the other thing about recycling? It can she if she puts her flowers in there? It, are oh. they just going to be like forget Is this whole thing? Yeah. I mean, they'll they'll filter it out when you yeah. get there. But I mean, if you can just be really mindful of it, some counties even will have you separate your plastics from your paper, from your metals. Like, right. if you can make it as like clean and simple for them as possible, more likely it will get recycled. Because right now, less than ten percent of all plastic gets recycled because it's dirty. Yeah. Well, lots of different reasons. Another big thing that a lot of people don't know. You should never line your recycling bin with a trash bag because well. <laughs> <laughs> tap out. <laughs> trash bags aren't recyclable. So if you tie that bag, you put it in the blue bin, it goes to the recycling center. The recycling center is not going to open that bag most of the time, and it'll just get sent to the landfill anyways. All those recyclable plastics. Bummer. So I know it's a lot of times I, I go shopping, and they ask me if I want a plastic bag, and I say, no, I'll just put it in my backpack, or I take one of those reusable bags. But sometimes you can't avoid a plastic bag, so then I'll bring them home. I have a little drawer, which I'm sure a lot of people have, of just plastic bags. Then I end up using it to, like, pick up my dog's poop or other stuff. How do you manage your the plastic bag situation? Because I feel like they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They are everywhere, and it's, like, one of the biggest issues, single-use plastics like that. Um, I mean, with plastic in general, we're producing it way faster than we can reuse it and even recycle it, so it's just not a sustainable material for the earth. The best thing you can do, since it's so prevalent everywhere you go, is just refuse it and be prepared. So refuse the plastic wherever you can. Refuse the mm-hmm. straw. Like, don't take a to-go cup. Mm-hmm. Um, come prepared with, like, a mason jar to get your coffee to go or a smoothie to go. Um, every place will do it for you. Some people will say, oh, you know, I don't know about for health regulations, but you just ask for the manager and just push them to do it. They can do it. Um, so these are really, like, little bit seemingly slightly inconvenient at the beginning, but these are practices that we can really incorporate into our day-to-day that once we decide that we're no longer going to be using plastic cups, for instance, then we just make like this just a teeny shift and can have a probably large impact. Yeah, I think it's just really about being conscious and like connecting to the planet and like the natural rhythm of the planet and understanding where things go because when you put something in the trash bin a lot of times you don't even think about it it's gone at that point you never see that trash again someone picks it up and takes it somewhere that you never see Um, so we don't really have that relatability or like connection to our trash Um, but if you start looking into it and you see where this trash is going and like what it's doing to the environment it really you know clicks which is what it did for me and now that I know all this information, there's just no way I could go back to living, you know, the way that I was living, producing a bag of trash every week, you know, just one person living on their own. Um, was there a specific instance that really opened your eyes to the situation? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I was always like, wow, what, why am I producing so much trash? And then I was, you know, scrolling through Facebook and there was a video floating around by this girl named Lauren Singer. And she has a blog called Trashes for Tossers. Um, she's based <laughs> in New York. And it's about her zero-waste lifestyle. And that was the first that I ever heard of zero-waste. I didn't know what that meant. Um, 
and she just broke it down and talked about trash and I was like this is so cool and I can do this it's so easy you know all the steps I mean it's I'm just like how do you have no trash like at all so yeah no trash I got as soon as I watched that video I did like a trash cleanse in my house and I got rid of all the plastic items that I had like my plastic toothbrushes um my plastic cutting boards I donated all of those I mean, the toothbrushes you can't donate, but you can use a lot to of To scrub the house. What do you use yeah. instead of a plastic toothbrush? You can get a bamboo toothbrush that's compostable. Yeah, but that's not like Ooh. compliant with the Sonicare. Oh, yeah, it's Sonicare. <laughs> also, I used a bamboo toothbrush for a while, and I have a thing with wood near my teeth, and it really freaks me out. Really? It I- like aches and feels weird. I'm like, hey, yo. Well, there's another woman named Bea Johnson, and she lives in Marin um, near San Francisco, and she's like very extreme, zero waste. She has a book called Zero Waste Home, and she's the most extreme that I've heard of, but she'll even say, like, use a stick. Wow. So, but I mean, Plastic toothbrushes, they all get sent to the landfill. They're just right. trash for the planet. So making that one little switch will help a lot. But Or what about the toothbrushes like at Air One that are made from recyclable plastic? Um, still plastic. So, I mean, it's better than just a single-use plastic. Right. And they will melt in your car. <laughs> for yeah. those of us who keep toothbrushes in their car, um, yeah, right. I learned that. For that morning after <laughs> moment? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> But you're, so you're saying, like, even with the so Core Kitchen doesn't do plastic anymore. Now they're using cane sugar and corn and corn based products. Yeah. So the only plastic that we have, unfortunately, is the lids to the containers, which you know get recycled. And it really bums me out because it is a single use plastic, but people want to see what they're getting. And the only other option is to get the same material as the bottom of the bagasse on the top, but. It, it's um you, you can't yeah. see through it or so. glass which i feel like that's just we, not really economically well, we actually have a few clients who gave us glass containers and they return them every week and we put their meals in them that's amazing support that's that awesome. but yeah. wait can you clarify something about the plastics because i'm cause yeah. i i'm scrolling in my mind of all the things that are plastic in in my home and even in this room yeah and so i'm wondering what's the difference between a single so you said recycle it's recyclable but then it's single-use. Can you explain mm-hmm. the difference between those two things? Yeah. So single-use plastics are – it's like a piece of plastic that you can't use for anything else. So like a straw. You use that once. You're not going to save that straw and use it in another drink, you know, or like all the juices that people are buying today that are in plastic bottles. You drink that juice once and you put that bottle in the recycling bin. And it's like there was so much work and resources that went into producing that one plastic bottle, you know, that you're just going to toss. But then when you put it in the recycling, isn't that making it not single use or it's like repurposing it? Like I'm confused what recycling is then. So recycling isn't really a good option. I mean, plastic just sucks in general. Okay. Um, but if you send it to the recycling, if it's cleaned and, you know, the labels can be pulled off and it can be recycled, that's good. They can use it. They're trying to figure out lots of different ways to use plastic these days. Um, they can make clothing out of it or, you know, ropes and things. Um, so if it can get, if it ends up getting recycled, that's great. But most of the time, like I said before, less than 10% of the plastic actually ever gets recycled that's crazy and, and if you think about all those single-use things that are getting produced every day like it was just coachella you know you can't even imagine all those like cups and things that people mm-hmm. are using there we're trying to go no plastic by the yeah. summer here awesome that's great we're gonna ghost with plastic yeah <laughs>
it's embarrassing for us when we have guests and we're all about wellness and we're like, we're like and here's a Nestle Pure Life water bottle. <laughs> we're sorry about our choices. Well, but now you're aware. I think for a lot of people, it's like you just didn't know. You didn't know the facts. You know, it's like this is exactly how I felt when I first got into nutrition. I just didn't know all this information about the food industry. And once I learned it, I was like, I need to share this with everybody I know. This is really important. Why didn't they teach us this in school? And now that I learned the zero waste stuff, you know, it's the same feeling of like, whoa, this is like really like big news that we should be telling people about every single day. So another question. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here looking at my phone case and my sunglasses and my shoes and all these things that are made with plastic how do you manage the zero waste with like things like that? Are you about to show me some bamboo sunglasses? Oh, I just was gonna show you some things in my bag. Yeah, 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 yeah please. Show us. Okay, so I brought some. Um, these are what I use when I go to the farmers markets and to the bulk bin. So I don't shop at a grocery store and I don't buy anything that comes in a package. So I have to bring my own packages to take it out of the store. Okay, so, so these, these are. Ooh, I, I look like cotton and like a cotton weave. Basically, it looks like a shoe. Bag, yeah, almost. they're just like linen and mesh bags. Linen so and mesh. You can, you know, at the bulk bin they have those single-use plastic bags mm-hmm. to put your yeah. stuff in. When it's like, I see people buying bulk, but they're using those bags. I'm like, what's the point? You're still using packaging. Right. You can bring these. These bags have a tear weight on them that tells the checkout person, you know, how much the bag weighs, which these weigh like nothing. So right. But if you bring a jar or something, they'll deduct the weight from whatever you buy. I just take a picture of what the item is on my phone so it saves from writing on a little tag that is used to tie those bags. Um, So I don't bring in any trash when I go grocery shopping. I get all my produce from the farmer's market, so there's no stickers on the fruits and vegetables, Mm -hmm. which is trash. That's one thing that all these zero-waste people will show you. They save their trash because they have so little, so they put it in a mason jar, and most of it is like those stickers that's found on the fruit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was really – when as I was – kind of going through in my head the trash a recent trip to the grocery store produced so much trash because after I like washed the fruits and vegetables and the herbs and take everything out of its packaging it was it filled my entire trash bin and I was and I put it and it was recyclable and I put it in a plastic bag I feel really bad (laughs) (laughs) shaming myself inside right now but we're learning. Yeah, we're learning. Yeah, show learning. us show us more bag stuff. Okay, cool. So this is my um, lip Nug gloss. Nug jar? Just Most kidding. Most lip gloss comes in, you know, a little... Um, <laughs> 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 Most lip gloss comes in like a little tube, a little plastic tube. So this one is in a recyclable glass container. You made it yourself? I didn't make it. A girl, a girl made it at her house, so it's basically as if I made it. Mm. <laughs> um, and my deodorant is in the same thing. It's a homemade deodorant that this woman, uh, she has a company called Fat and the Moon, and they have a website where you can order all of these like organic, chemical-free, and zero-waste products. Cool. This is like next level. Like I think I'm doing a good job just by buying organic deodorant in a little glass thing. But even oh, by doing that, glass? yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so yeah, I'm my glass. <laughs> glass is a very sustainable um, material. So, but then if you recycle it, isn't it just the same problem as the plastic? We can use glass way easier than we I can see. Use it than plastic. Okay, yeah. Cool. So once that gets recycled, it's 
I see, okay. And the benefit of glass is it's never a single-use item. You can use glass things for a, a vase, you know, a jar, a pen holder, DIY container. candles. Nugs, yeah. Elizabeth, for yeah. your pot addiction. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I just bought a chunk of beeswax from the farmer's market last week so I can make awesome. zero-waste candles Yeah, so I buy them in. I oh, got cool. my supplies on Etsy. Every episode, I think, nice. we give a shout-out to our love for Etsy. Um and I got like this amazing oils that I put in and I used all like old jars of like from like pickles and mustard and all these things I'd been holding on to. Awesome. And it was a nice gift. In my old apartment, it was like hoarder status with how many glass things I was saving because I didn't want to get rid of them, but I didn't have any DIY projects. So like the top <laughs> yeah. three things were just all various glasses with like different levels of labels still on them or not. It gets a little dark. So if yeah. we're not going to be like, it going down like a DIY adventure, it you're saying it is okay to recycle glass. Like that's okay. something that's much easier. Let go of the jars, guys. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And <laughs> another step in the zero waste lifestyle is really simplifying your life. Like simplify, simplify, simplify. Only keep what you really need. Mm. Um, don't have like, you know, tons of glasses. If it's just you and you're just gonna be using like two glasses at the most, maybe donate the rest of them so someone else can benefit from them. Um, and even, you know, in your wardrobe, reduce the amount of items that you have. So many people just have like stuff they've been hoarding for years, you know, and you only need a few things. Um, we hear that sister. <laughs> okay. So another item in my bag is my new camera that I love and it's not new. It's actually a used camera that I bought from my favorite photographer, Tyler William Parker. <laughs> and it's, um, this is really special because I can't buy new things anymore because that comes with packaging and part of the lifestyle it's better to you know reuse something or recycle something as often as you po as often as possible this shirt is from equipment but it's a used shirt that i found in wasteland in san awesome. francisco so Love wasteland yeah and like when you find items like this that are used or secondhand it's like really special because they're treasures and you're gonna you know hold on to them and they mean more to you than just like going out and buying a shirt that you know everybody else has or you know a new camera that has tons of packaging all over it and what about like mascara okay so <laughs> Bea Johnson makes her own mascara from um heating almonds from the almond skin what but for me what I use I brought this makeup so this is a company called 100% Pure, and they make 100% organic and mm, fruit-derived, yeah, fruit-derived makeup. So like the mm. lip glosses from like cranberries and goji berries, and you can literally understand every single thing that's in the lip gloss. Like you're never like, what's that thing? Important. Um, the mascara that I use is by this company, and mm -hmm. it's from Black Tea. That's where they derive the color from. Whoa. And uh, the containers are plastic, but you can return them to the store, and they will recycle them and reuse them. So it's the best solution I've found because I really like this makeup, and a lot of times the organic makeup options aren't that yeah, great. Yeah, and there's just the pack. I'm such a beauty product whore, but there's so much frivolous packing, mm -hmm. packaging rather, that goes into it that it's kind of 
upsetting. For Core Kitchen, we don't send any, like, everyone's like, oh, what do I do? You know, but everything's labeled on yeah. the labeled. So we don't send an extra pamphlet that's like, hey, we're Core Kitchen. This is what you're going to be doing. You know what? I noticed like, that. And I kind of at first was like, wait, what do I do? But you're right. It's pretty yeah. self explanatory. Like, we yep. can all figure it out. And go on the website, you know, or email, like, just anything that doesn't have to do with waste or things. That's amazing. Anything else in the bag? Oh. Um, What's in the bag? Well, I don't have a plastic water bottle, but I have my Health Aid kombucha bottle. It's Love glass. Health Aid. Um, and then what do you do with the gla- the glasses afterwards? Like They make a great vase, but I find yeah. we can only have so many. You can store um, – like one thing that I do is I make my own uh, counter cleaner. You guys mm-hmm. actually spoke about it once yeah. in one of your episodes, and so I use tea tree oil now awesome. from that episode. But you can use just white vinegar, water, and any sort of essential oil. I really like citrus because it makes it smell really fresh, but tea tree oil is the one I'm using right now. So you can make a bunch of them and store it in oh, these bottles. Cool. So then when you have to refill your um, you know, spray bottle... You just pick one up and can pro I take a tip. Of this? Yes. That's fantastic. What other fun DIY tips do you have for us? We have the spray bottle, and what other things are you using in your home right now? So I try to make as much items as possible. Um, I make a really awesome exfoliating scrub that's made from coconut oil, coffee grounds, vanilla extract, and Epsom salts. Ooh. You, it's so simple, and you use it in the morning, and it really like wakes your body up, and you can feel it because it's caffeine. Um, and then I make a rose detox bath salt, which is just, you can get dried rose buds, you know, from outside (laughs) and, um, from your local outdoors, (laughs) (laughs) um, and Epsom salts, Himalayan pink salt and rose water. And you just like fill a bathtub with that. It's really nice and relaxing. I use aloe vera arms for most of my skincare needs along with coconut oil. So I'll use, I'll keep aloe vera arms in my um, fridge and then I'll just fillet a little square in half and I'll use it on my face after a shower. And at first it feels really sticky, but then it absorbs really easily and it makes your skin super soft. Well, you have really good skin. I was going to comment Thank on you. that. Like, how is she doing this with all natural products? Yeah, no chemicals and no packaging. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> no packaging. That's um, the secret to beautiful skin. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that once you connected with the earth, that really allowed you to to really get into the process of zero waste. What practices do you have now that keep you grounded and allow you to serve others and being a holistic coach and your business and all of that? Yeah, that's a big question. But I think that um, (laughs) recognizing that this planet is just like a living being, you know, And so it needs to be taken care of just as if it were a living being. So being mindful, being conscious, being aware, um, and just doing a lot of research. I mean, I read articles about being green all the time and what more can I do? You know, I feel like even as one person on this planet and a very small business in Los Angeles, there's so much that we can do just to inspire and make a difference. Like we don't serve red meat at Core Kitchen and you know, red meat is the number one contributing factor to global warming and climate change, the way that the cattle are raised. Um, even if everyone in the world just adopted meatless Mondays, we that would make a big difference and we would notice it. Um, and so doing things that, you know, will inspire other people, like I love going to the grocery store and having all of my jars and my bags and having people behind me in line. At first they're annoyed and then, you know, they 
ask about it and they're curious and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm trying to save the planet and this is what I do. <laughs> oh, me? Oh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Just saving the planet over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you get to tell someone about it and then they'll tell other people about it. And so I always try to tell people, you know, every dollar that you spend, that's a vote that you're casting for the way that the world that you want to live in. So try to vote for things that will be beneficial to the planet and to, you know, everyone living here. I like that a lot. That's wonderful. What, uh, where do you like to read up on this type of information? Well, I love Trashes for Tossers. Um, and then Bea Johnson has a great book called Zero Waste Home and a blog as well. She also has an app called Bulk, which will help you find your bulk bin resources in your area. Um, there's also a book that I'm reading right now that I really love. It's called Diet for a Hot Planet, and mm. it's how the the food that you're eating and the way that we raise food is affecting the atmosphere and global warming and climate change. Um, I'll just look up hashtags, you know, zero waste on Instagram and see how other people are doing it and what hacks they've found because there's, cool. there's literally a solution to every packaging problem so if you just you know see what other people are doing or you know think about it a little bit you can find a solution like instead of using um cotton balls or q-tips i bought these this lady makes these 100 percent cotton reusable cotton rounds that you can use to remove your makeup with coconut oil and then it comes with a little mesh bag and you can put all of those used um rounds in the bag and put it in with your laundry and wash them and so you're not using single use wow i love that i'm really looking forward to reviewing some of my practices that i do mindlessly and trying to incorporate some of this and i really feel like we don't have to go from a waster to a zero waster, you know, in a day. I think that there's just really fun tweaks that you can practice and see what works for you. Yeah. And also you make it seem really cute and really fun, so I'm awesome. totally on board. Yeah. Like whatever yeah. she's doing, I yeah, want to do it. absolutely. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. That's super cool. That's how I felt about nutrition too when I got into it. Like holistic nutrition can kind of sound like crunchy granola, like hippie, but – you know, you can make it cool and like it's really interesting and it's fun to share and everybody wants to know about nutrition. Everyone wants to know about like, you know, how to help the environment. Totally. Like, you know, people care for the most part. So it's fun to share that kind of information. It's kind of what I always say, like when legislation doesn't get passed, you know how there was that bill that was that we were voting on that was like, do we want our foods to be labeled or not? And then but the way that they language it, it confuses people so much. And I'm always like, if they just wrote on the ticket, like, do you or do you not want to get poisoned? Yeah, people would say no, every time. And so it's like, once you start engaging in that conversation, I don't think there's going to be one person that you talk to that's going to be like, yeah, you know, I would rather feel bad. Yeah, I know it is. It's confusing with nutrition and like recycling even. It's like, why can't it just be so simple? Like, this is what you should do. Um, So it's just, you know, taking it into your own hands, doing your own research. And for the most part, like when it comes to recycling, you're asking, you know, if you put some flowers in there. If I'm not sure about something and it's like, you know, a piece of plastic film over something that someone gave me because I wouldn't bring that in. <laughs> of course. And it doesn't have a number on it, then I, I'll i put it in the recycling bin because most likely, it, you know, they can they would know how to do something with it more than me. Like, otherwise it would just go to the landfill, you know. So I'll send it to the recycling center and hopefully they'll be able to recycle it. And, you know, when it comes to composting, you just think about, a lot of people ask me, like, oh, can you put non-organic materials into the compost, like, you know, a non-organic piece of fruit? And most likely, 
when it comes to that, like any food scraps, if your body can break it down and you can eat it, most likely the earth can break it down. What about flowers? Definitely put in the compost. compost. Okay. Yeah. And then let's say you don't have one of those green compost bins where you live and you don't have a garden uh, to use the compost. What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? Side of the road, plant okay. it in the side of the road. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, when I go to an airport or something and I have a piece of fruit and I don't have my compost bin with it, I'll put it in a plant, you know, in the airport or something because that's the best that. solution. <laughs> um, there's always, everything is figure outable and there's always a solution. So I would just do some research wherever you live to figure out um, what the composting options are because there are options everywhere. Um, there's also some really cool composting bins that people have told me about these days. I don't have one, but they'll have compostable bags in these bins. And so you can put all your compostable materials in there and it will seal it and break everything down. And that's your home compost. Fantastic. Oh, wow. And so you never even have to take it anywhere? Mm-mm. Oh, that's so cool. Wonderful. Wow. Well, this is so eye-opening, and I'm going to, instead of, like, feeling shamed, I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> the past the is past. no longer. You, as, as Josh Zabar said two weeks ago, you start where you stand. And, Meryl, thank you so much. Where can everyone find you on the internet? Um, you have a computer, right? I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. I'm like, how do you deal with technology and phones? Is oh, that a whole big conversation? Oh, my God. I hate everything that has to do with technology. Um... I mean, I have to have a phone because I have a business. Yeah. You, know? uh, you can Tell me about buy it. <laughs> used whenever possible. I mean, I drive a used car, you know, and I would buy used anything as often as possible. That would be my first choice over mm-hmm. something new. Okay. I do have a phone and a computer, so they can contact me. Um, <laughs> you can find me on my website, which is corekitchen.com. That's with a K, K-O-R-E. Um, and we have a, a blog that we just started, so we'll be sharing lots of zero waste information. Awesome. And uh, we're on Instagram, Core Kitchen, and my personal one is Meryl the Terrell. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. This is fantastic. Hashtag zero waste. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's a retrograde. It's time Ew. for and thorns. Thorns, thorns, thorns. Just found a thorn on Instagram and it's naked Chelsea Handler. <laughs> Put it away, babe. <laughs> All right, Steph. The, this is the time in the show where we break down the high and the low and potentially what we hope for for next time via a STEM. Mm-hmm. What do you have? I've got a couple things. I'll go through them quickly and then we'll get to you. We'll talk about it and then we'll get the fuck out of you. Sounds good. All right. So my first rose. So I got myself a selenite wand. Ooh. So Katie says it's like a really good clearing stone. Katie Manzella, our crystal guide. Yeah. And it's kind of like the center of all the stones. It kind of leads them. And mm-hmm. um, I got it to strengthen my alignment and strengthen my psychic abilities and just meditate with to ask to be more of a receiver and like remove my own blocks and it's pretty crazy I strapped it to my head under my headband and I've been meditating with it for like three days Uh and it's really intense is there like an affirmation or anything you're doing alongside with 
with the crystal or are you just doing business as usual meditation? No. So what I'm doing is I'm doing like 12 minutes of yoga stretching to get my body loose and ready to receive. Mm. Then I'm sitting down, strapping on the crystal <laughs> onto my head. Okay. Under my, I mean, I can keep it in my hand, but I don't want to hold it. It's annoying. And I'm like paranoid that if I hold it in one hand, I don't have anything in another hand. Like I haven't figured out what my other crystal hand is yet. Right. So I'm just putting it in the center. And I'm doing that also to get it close to my third eye. And I can feel, like, it feels like there's, like, a hand that's, like, swirling my own energy. And it's, like, I literally am finding myself, like, almost swaying, swaying in a circle. In a that's circle. the motion she's doing right now. Yes, yeah, swaying in a circle with my selenite wand. And then I'm closing my eyes and I'm asking the universe to allow me to be open to receive things that are in alignment with my highest self. And it's really cool. I love that. I'm Amazing. really into it. And Thank it's not something that I would that. normally do. Like I was telling you yesterday that affirmations and kind of like speaking and asking are feel cheesy to me. Yeah. But I think it's really important. And if using a crystal gets me, it gets me excited about it more mm-hmm. so than doing it without it. Awesome. So yeah. I, I had one rose, but now I'm going to do a different rose because what you said just sparked something for me. So with the new moon, you write down uh, manifestations. Mm-hmm. And I had circled with Ambie about who's going to be on next week, actually. So excited. Um, about this practice and kind of having a more concrete manifestation practice. And she gave me this great bit of uh, knowledge to apply before you write down any manifestation. And I really loved it. So I want to share. Prior to the list of when you're writing down your manifestations, you write, I accept all of the below or something better for my highest good and for the greater good of all concerned and I loved that because I kind of always felt like it what didn't feel finite or didn't feel uh like it had enough intention around with me just mm. like writing something down and I loved this line and we'll post it on the blog so again it's I accept all of the below or something better for my highest good and for the greater good of all concerned and then as far as thorns are concerned you know people I've got one just lack social graces <laughs> <laughs> what's yours well, yes. Yeah, so this, I think this goes in line with the social grace idea. Um, I recently went, tried out a new Pilates studio and just like, in general, what's up with cunty people working at Pilates studios? Sorry, they're just like not that nice. I'm I gonna, feel that. I'm going to just put blanket statement that. Sorry. If, and if you have another uh, story that counteracts that, amazing. I'd love to hear it. But um, send us in your, your chill Pilates <laughs> stories. <laughs> so I walked into this new studio. I'd never been there before. And the person at the front desk was like, hi, have you been here before? I said, no. She handed me something to fill she out. She goes, bitch, you've been here before? And then she's like, okay, great. That'll be $15. I said, oh, I signed up through ClassPass. And she said, oh, babe, you needed to tell me that. Like in that tone. Uh, and I go, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Ma'am, back to a babe so if is you the literal only move. So if you babe me and I don't know you and it feels <laughs> condescending, I will ma'am you. Things we learn. To me, that's more of like a stem because it was a thorn that – no, it's more like a rose actually. It was, yeah. a, it was a thorn that turned into a rose because you got yours, girl. I guess so. Yeah. I just don't like any situations like that where you're in like – a store or a, or a restaurant or a Pilates studio where they use diminutive language like babe or sweetie or like, hey, girl, just let me know if you need another dressing room. Girl, how are you, girl? It's like fucking stop. Um, similarly, I had 
a situation in New York where I did a set at Caroline's and it, I had a good set. It was fun. Historic stand-up comedy space. NBD. And this male comic who didn't have a great set came up to me after, I guess, to compliment me. But what he ended up saying was, you're adorable. It's like, tell me that I'm funny or don't say anything at all. I don't need you to tell me that I'm adorable. That's not what this I'm here for. Yeah. And then, and I, but then I was like, whatever. He's being nice. And I kind of like let it go because I didn't want to be angry. And I did some deep breathing on sure. it. And then Khalees, another comedian. Also on Funny Girls. Yep. Texted me and was like, oh my God, that guy adorable my friend Amanda after she killed also. And that's like his thing. That he goes around not able to compliment women, just being like, you're funny, that was great. And instead using like girly language to like yeah. give a weird backhanded compliment. It's like, just don't say anything at all, dude. That's like me being like, awesome. oh, I'm adorable. <laughs> you're old. <laughs> Shifting gears before we go. Yeah. We have an announcement to make. Ooh. There is a film festival happening this weekend in Newport Beach, Orange County, California, hometown of Emu Zoo. And Real Housewives of Orange County as well. There, <laughs> also Lauren Conrad. <laughs> All right. Um, also <laughs> the OC. Oh my God. Hello, Adam Brody. All right. Um, <laughs> there is a movie screening at that film festival called Love Is All You Need? Question mark. And not to be confused with the one without question mark starring Pierce Brosnan. Different movie. I learned that the hard way. Um, and it is this interesting movie. So they made a short in 2011 that ended up going viral. And then because it got so many views, they decided to make a feature. And the feature is the one that's screening at the festival. And what the movie is, is it imagines a world where the norm isn't heterosexual, where the norm is homosexual. And so they live in like a suburban community. And just like how it would be if a if in a different time gays moved into your neighborhood, you, p people would be like, don't walk that way to school or like, oh, they're gay, you know, and they're taking that idea and flipping it on its back to kind of shed light on the horrors of all of the terrible things that are being done and talked about with the LGBT community. So it's like an empowerment piece about that. And I think it's really in line with the legislation that's happening these days and the conversation that's on the table. We just had gay marriage passed, but I don't think I think that's the very beginning of what needs to happen in terms of equal rights. So I love that this film is doing what it's doing. Sounds awesome. And we are going to do a giveaway of two tickets for the screening of the film. In Newport Beach. In Newport Beach. So if you Home guys of Lauren Conrad. So if you guys want to go to the movie, um, you plus a guest, tweet us and let us know a zero waste practice that you've started implementing in your life and we will hook you up with those tickets. And fun fact, Jeremy Sisto's in it and he's fucking sexy. Ooh. So. That is a fun fact. Right? There you have it, you guys. Love is all you need. Friday, April 22nd, Newport Beach Film Festival. If you want to get more information, you can go to their website, www.loveisallyouneedthemovie.com. Also, just want to give another call back to Core Kitchen Cleanse. We are offering one day free when you get a four, five, or seven day cleanse. The info is on our blog. I believe the uh, coupon code is so retrograde. And wow, what a fabulous Earth Day celebration this has been, Stephanie. Taking care of our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and all those things for the planet as well. Yes, and good Pesach to all. Wishing everyone a happy 420. Light it up, light it up. Um, enjoy your Earth. 
and and your herb. Exactly. Namaste listening, you guys. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.